Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War, or insert Spanish phrase, guard Jesus says here, but he's not here today. All right, it is Thursday, it's Lucha Underground time. I'm Mad Mike, and with me is my lovely assistant, the voice of Inspire for Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am fantastic, Mad Mike, because it's Lucha Underground time, and that's always a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should you, we should normally save this to like the the closer. We're usually we we always do impact last, and we always kind of dread it. Now now Lucha's kind of third third, and it's, it's it's good. It's good. We're not dreading things right now. Um. So, Eamon, qual is to una palabra for Lucha Underground this week? Uh God, my word for Lucha Underground was um, fire. And and Drago was not on this show, but this show was <laughs> this show was hot fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 word for this show is the same in English as it is in Spanish: pizza. <laughs> okay, <laughs> people were telling me about this. I had no idea about this, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. But uh, but I agree completely. And yes. yes, I didn't know what this was until you actually mentioned it in our fa- in our Facebook group chat. Um, but I damn sure reacted to it live watching the show. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I needed to find out immediately, and thank thankfully the the internet told me. So, um, it's, Eamon, uh it's quite a beautiful thing. Qualis Dubueno this week. I think you're gonna steal. Um, it. Uh, is it safe to say that main event, though? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, Pretty uh, fucking great. Yeah, uh, the main event was the the second unlikely trio of Johnny Mundo, Taya, and the machine man they call Cage <laughs> versus, um, I'm going to call them the Lucha Power Rangers because they all wear different colors. They all represent different animals. Um uh, is they do? Am I wrong? The 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 uh, the world renowned mysterious animal from. Well, no, he's got like he's got like a bird of prey on his. On his mask. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, trust me, it's an apt comparison. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Prince Puma, and El Dragon Azteca. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, holy shit! I, I'll be honest. I was looking at my uh, computer screen when I was live tweeting this, and for about two minutes, I wasn't. I was like listening to the match and listening to the commentary, and then I just stopped typing and I just <laughs> watching. And I was sitting like this against my screen, like, yeah. Amen. How how did you feel watching that May event? Uh, I felt amazing. I told you. I told you uh, afterwards. There were literally parts, and this is what I love about Lucha, is that it gives me that kind of emotional feeling. Um, there were parts where I was literally threw my hands up in the air and audibly yelled, are you fucking kidding me? Like, 
out, out of complete impulse because of what was happening. Like, and not a lot of wrestling can do that to me. And it, w- it was seriously spectacular. Uh, we know a lot of the competitors in that match are already phenomenal. Holy shit, is El Dragon Osaka Jr. amazing? Mm-hmm. Um, Taya did amazing in this match as well. Like, I really loved her stuff in this. Um, I love the whole story they told. I really love the promo in the beginning with um, uh, Johnny and Taya and Cage in Dario's office. Um, I, I really like that they sell the fact of, like, the fact that Son of Havoc, Evil East, and Angelico won last year being a trio scene that was thrown together. So I love that it gives kind of a legitimacy to Dario putting together these, like, these uh, unlikely teams because it's honestly like, hey, maybe this will work. Maybe I can get some gold here, you know, out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that aspect of it. Um, that that finishing sequence was just like that last five minutes of that main event was insane. Um, they did the um, like the assisted like uh, Hurricane Rana by Dragon Azteca, and then I think Puma hit like a four fifty, and I was like, "Oh, that's the end of the match." And then he, I think it was Mundo; he kicked out. Yeah, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> and then see, they wrestled for another like five minutes. See, you know, as much as I want people to watch Lucha live when it airs. I think I almost enjoy it more watching it on DVR. Because me, my logical brain, if I'm watching the show live, I know how long the show is roughly. I know when it's going to end. That's a good point. When I'm on DVR, after I fast forward through the commercials, I don't look down at how much the time code has left. That's what makes it fun. I will say, I think Lucha has developed a really good thing where... I know we always like the end credit scenes because it, it, it reminds you of like, you know, the end credit scene of like a, of a, of a movie, but it also, I think helps with that. It helps with that time aspect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the matches aren't always going to end right at the end of the hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, a lot of shows do that now too. Like a lot of the uh, superhero TV shows, they'll put little end stingers on. So when you think it's the end, it's not really the end. That's I mean, it's a great strategy. I feel, um, and, yeah, I like when that 450 happened. Like it was, I my in my head, I was like, "Oh, that's the finish," and didn't even look at the time. And when he kicked out, it was I was like, "Wait, they're gonna do more than this?" <laughs> and they just went off the wall. Like, um, I re- oh, I think my favorite spot was um, well, besides the other spot, was what, was do. was was it the pizza DDT? The pizza well, DDT. That was obviously that was the move that made me jump off. All the right, uh, for any of you who don't know what we're talking about, and if you don't. That means you're not watching Lucha Underground. If you're not, why not? Shame. Shame. If I had a bell, I'd be ringing it. Shame. But there, there's a spot where Al Dragon II gets literally tossed like a pizza. Okay, well, it's like a tilt. Okay, people have seen Tilt-A-World DVTs before. It's a yes. thing that, you know, guy kind of flips around. It's a cool little move. He's basically Johnny hooks him up in the Tilt-A-World, throws him up to the point where they're not touching at one point. Like, Dragon Azteca is in the air, and, and Mundo is just, like, has nobody on him. Like, El Dragon Azteca does the tilt-a-whirl without holding on to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, and, that's what it is. And then, as he's coming down, catches him perfectly in the spinning DDT. Like, it's so amazing. And it's, I believe the reason it's called the Pizza DDT by, by uh, uh, people on the internet is because it looks like you're kind of... 
you're tossing pizza, pizza you're tossing pizza dough. That's exactly what it is. And El Dragon Azteca is the pizza dough. It's pretty spectacular. Um, that move was the move that made me jump out and go, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, my other favorite thing that uh, from the match was um, when when they were on the outside and Mysterio did the whole pull the ropes up thing. That died by Puma, where he just like threw himself. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't like a clean like oh I'm gonna do a suicide dive I'm like I'm just gonna throw my body at you yeah like it was so great I, and then and then um like he lifted up the ropes for Puma and then he ducked down for El Dragon Azteca right yeah 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 like that that was just such good teamwork and my favorite thing and this is probably why I like this match more than I liked the trios match last week there was. Very obvious dissection between right. Johnny, Taya, and Cage, like to the point where they assaulted each other a few times. And was, I love that Cage was like, "I'm just gonna power bomb Puma into Taya." Uh huh. Like, it was really good. Like, I, it was just so much fun, and it it shows why Angelico's havoc and uh, Evilise worked, but why these three didn't. Yeah. Because in theory, they kind of have a similar angle going. Yeah, and they're all the all three of the people in that stable are like a certain level of egomaniacs, uh-huh. to where like they are, you know, they Son of Havoc and, and Helico and Ivelisse eventually get to this point where like they kind of grew as people to where they they were able to team together. These guys are just these three are just the biggest perks in the world. So it works that they have this hatred for each other that they're not going to put aside. To you know, mm-hmm. you know they may they're definitely going to try to win, but they're not going to you know ca- they don't care about forming a, a bond. You know what I mean? All right, uh, so let's let's get to my good. My good is Dario Iroll dot gif. There's a there's a scene that we alluded to earlier with um, Cage, Mundo, and Taya in Dario Cueto's office, and he's telling <laughs> them that they're going to team up. It's so good because Mundo, Taya, and Dario are all the biggest assholes. Yeah, they're, they're and pretty- Cage is there trying to be a professional wrestler. Mm. <laughs> he's trying to hit. All of his spots, all of his talking points. And he's like, I don't care because I'm a man. And they finish his catchphrase for him in the most dismissive, like, jerking off fashion. Dario just going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're a machine. (laughs) So fucking Dario Cueto is the modern heel GM. Yeah. He is. This is just the way you do it now. There's the authority. That shit is over with. Dario Cueto is the new golden standard. Mm -hmm. I also really loved um, when he introduced himself to Taya, and then she's (laughs) yes. Her reaction was like, "Yeah, whatever." And his like just like like the annoyance on his face. He looked shunned. Like like don't you know who I am? Like it says, I'm kind of a big deal right here. It's pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, it was so good, so so good. It was I, I those seg- I all the backstage segments. I think did a really great job. But again, duh, it's still underground. But um, they all did an amazing job this week. 
All right. Uh, so what will be your bad this week? I mean, not every show is perfect. Oh, we, always have, we always have qualms. God, I don't know. I I really can't name a bad. Like, um, no, actually, no. The closest thing to my bad would it's something I would change. It's it, I'm going to skip a bad because I can't. Like the only thing closest nitpicky thing I can think of would be a change. Okay. But, all right. Well, I have a bad. Um, the Black Lotus segment. Really? Yeah. Honestly, it uh, it didn't work for me. Oh, I I it think didn't it work. I I don't know if it's if it's because we haven't seen her in a long time, or I don't know. Like, I know Dragon the Second is trying to play the naive kid and everything, but it's a little I don't know. Kind, I think it see it seems kind of very. Uh, soap opera, like like a little too a little too telenoeva. I guess. I mean, I I I thought I thought it was a good wrinkle into the into the whole storyline of the fact that you don't know what side she's playing on. She's acting as if because she's acting as if that she's being a double agent and being in with Dario in order to kind of get revenge with for her and El Dragon Azteca Junior. But she also lies to El Dragon Azteca and says that he was the one that killed. The original El Dragon Azteca, mm-hmm. which isn't true because she killed him. Yeah. So you don't know what you don't know if she's being truthful. You don't know if she's actually with Dario and not just like doing it so that you know she can get information or, or get some way to get revenge on him. Like I thought it put it. It was the first thing that provided a great deal of depth to her character in season two because we got a lot of her stuff in season one. Okay, that's fair. And, and in season two, we have we've gotten scenes with her obviously in season two, but it's the stuff like with Matanza and with, and with Cueto. Like she, she was more of an afterthought. She wasn't right. Like this. It was great to kind of get back to her story and like kind of like add that element of things into this whole this whole stuff with Daria. Okay, I mean it's just she's the the least exciting part of that whole storyline, in my opinion. Okay. Because I feel I feel like it's gotten lost. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the show will pick it back up. Whenever I have a qualm about something, they usually pick it back up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it just this segment didn't really hit. Like I would wouldn't have minded maybe Dario talking to her, like, "Hey, go talk to the kid." Like you know, something like that, like to really play up where you don't know what side she's playing on. Because to me, it doesn't even seem like she's trying to be a double agent. It seems like she's just with Dario. Well, it's not even a case of like, well, it seems like she's with Dario, but the case, she does have, you have to imply, I have a sense that she's a bit of a double, could be a double agent because of all the shit. Like the reason she's at the temple in the first place was to get, you know, revenge on Dario. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I, so I think there's a level of not maybe not even double agent, but almost in a sense of case of like she's kind of lost her focus on what she wants to do. Maybe you okay. know what I mean? Like she's kind of more out for survival right now as opposed to you know getting revenge. Like I said, this is a thing that I think can go many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it, mean it, it just. It didn't. It it just didn't land for me. I mean, that's you know, it wasn't a bad yeah. segment. It just didn't land. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I I just love it also because I I feel like there's going to be some part this season where where the whole Dario Dragon Azteca 
Black Lotus and the undercover cop stuff that comes <laughs> with interweaves. And I'm, I'm very excited for that. Now, if it turns out Black Lotus is like another undercover cop, like deep cover, and they were sent in to retrieve her, that would be fucking amazing. That could be really cool. That would be fucking like because you know, like a uh, cop gets sent in, but she's too deep, so we have to send in another retrieval team. Like that would be fucking amazing, and I would love that shit. Yeah, I don't think we're doing that, but you know, with, with this show, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you had you said you had a change. What would be your changes? Uh, yeah, and it's a very nitpicky change, but it's just something I kind of thought of. Um, I liked Kill Shots match a lot, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know about the finish. I feel like he should have a strike as his finish. Yeah, I can see it. Like some kind of big, some kind of big kick or some kind of just from the whole idea. I don't know why he doesn't use that double stomp. Or the double stomp, yeah, yeah, yeah. That double um, stomp, like that's like he should like stand up there, take aim, like he's got a sniper rifle, and just boom, right in the eyes. And I mean, it's a, the fin- the finisher he uses is great too. It's kind of almost a play on Kenny Omega's finisher, mm-hmm. the um, one wing angel. Um, but yeah, I, I think I feel like for his the whole idea of him being kill shot, some kind of big like stomp or kick or something like a shotgun like, kick along those lines. I think would really just add to that character. I still really love the match though, and and was very happy with it. Yeah. Um, my my change this week and. I normally like when Lucha Underground does this, but I think in this case it was kind of a miscue. Um, in the Tejano Daga match mm-hmm. for the medallion, I think they should have given it to Daga. Okay. I think they should have only because Daga is like, he's an unknown. Like to a lot of people. It's not like you got, you're bringing in Justin Gabriel or, or, um, Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, yeah. Yeah, or Joey Ryan. Or someone that people like in America know. Like, I have no idea who Daga is. And while I I like the match. I didn't know who he was at all either. Yeah, I mean, and they're building up like he was this really, really big deal. Like, maybe let him win? Like, I guess. I, I. I think they did a good job in the match of telling the story. Like, the whole fact that they were telling that him and Tejano have teamed in the past, mm-hmm. which I think allowed somebody who was a veteran like Tejano to get the win. And it gives Daga a way out. Because Daga, as talented as he came off, he also came off very young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and I think when you're in there with somebody as experienced and as kind of renowned as Tejano you know, the longest reigning AAA mega champion, you know, kind of level. Right. Like, I can understand them giving the win to Tejano. Um, I was very impressed by Daga. I'll say, like, I've never, like, I've never seen him wrestle before. Yeah. Uh, I looked I. him up. Like, I, I hadn't even heard of it. I, I don't look people up because this, yeah, yeah. this just goes to everyone. If you look up someone in Lucha Underground on Wikipedia, you will get spoiled. You will get spoiled. Do right. not do it. Do not do it. Yeah, I was very careful when it, like, um, because I know he seemed like a guy who was like a character. He was the same character that he was in like AAA. So I, I felt kind of safe in that regards. I think he was, from what I saw, he was in the stable of Paris Del Mall, which was the stable with uh, Paraguayo Jr. Um, okay. So, and, and like I said, had no idea who he was, but he was very impressive. Um, and I thought this was actually Tejano's best match since his matches with El Patron. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say that too. Um, I kind I kind of wish it was Chavo doing this match. 
Because it makes Daga seem like a heel. And I don't think that's what they're going for. I kind of... Well, I got the sense from his backstage thing with Daria that he was kind of... He had this level of cockiness. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's pretty much everyone who talks to Daria. Yeah, well... Um, I, I, I mean, I, obviously I would have to know more about his kind yeah. of story. Um, I know like Pero was the mall and Triple A was like the top heel stable kind of. So like I, I, I can see him being a heel. Um, but um, I, I will say this. I was very impressed. Like it's it's hard sometimes to like really get wowed by like a, a wrestler that you're seeing for the first time. And I was very into his wrestling. I, I, I thought he did really well. And I think he'll be a, a good addition. Because I feel like it's nice to have a mix of like those supernatural characters that we get in Nature Underground and the wild characters, and then actual kind of Mexican talent. Not to say that Aerostar or Drago is not Mexican talent, obviously, but like talents that are like it's it's like a superhero comic. You need a lot of guys with powers, and you need guys without powers, and just have gimmicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good to have that variety. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, so, Eamon, where'd you rank Lucha Underground this week? I'm pretty. Oh. This this will be a shock to everyone coming. Oh, I, I'm gonna hold on to your butts, kids. It's it's number one. Um, <laughs> like, even if the even if the first half of the show was shit, that main event, fucking amazing. Like like that would have sold this show alone. Like, but even the fact that there was so much other good stuff on the show as well. Um, I also, like, I really love the Mil Muertes backstage promo. Just how, like, not goofy. I don't know. It wasn't goofy, but it was, like, over the top. Like, him behind the throne. The Disciples of Death, like, rising behind Katrina. Like, just the, the visual of it was so, like, this is why I love Lucha Underground. Although, like, I, I think that segment was put in the wrong time. Yeah, because, because we, we had a segment where Mill like took down the Disciples of Death and like basically sucked out their essence, but the Disciples of Death wrestled for the trio's title after that before they were brought back. So I think there oh, might I have been well, I don't, a little bit. Maybe, of maybe we're. You know, I I read that as maybe we were wrong in deciphering that um, that that segment where Mill attacks them. Like, maybe he didn't kill them. Like, he just, like... He just punished them? He punished them, and the way they kind of, like... Like, okay. the, the way... Uh, it's... The way they kind of work, I guess, the Disciples of Death, and then how Katrina controls them, I think is interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Okay, yeah, I, I mean, it could have just been out of work. It could have just been us, you know, wanting more deaths in professional wrestling. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're accustomed... Like, we know, like, death can happen on the show. So it wasn't... Oh, yeah. Oh it yeah, hard, it wasn't hard to think that like the, he had just killed them. So. Oh yeah, a bunch of people get murdered on this show. <laughs> a whole bunch. The death the death toll has risen significantly. Um, I thought it was. I I really love that though because I had for some reason I had assumed that uh, going into this the trios tournament was only going to be four teams. Oh yeah, yeah. They because they had four teams last year, right? Well, actually, now that I think about, it, I think it was six teams because we had that three way final. That's Way three way final. Remember, because it was um, the unlikely trio. It uh-huh. was Cage, Tejano, and King Cuerno, and it was Big Rick's team. That's him. right, yeah, and the crew. Yeah, or and and not not the crew, but them. 
but him, the Mac, and Killshot. And then the crew had the match with them afterwards. Oh, that, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 you're exactly right. Okay, yeah, so yeah, there must have only been six teams last year, but who knows, we might only be getting six again this year. Yeah. I, it makes I, sense, because then reason, the trios gets down to a three-way tag. Yeah, it was just some reason, like, in my head, I thought it was only going to be the four teams, and we're going to get the finals with um, um, uh, the Puma's team and... Uh, Joey Ryan's team, but when they announced that the Disciples were going to be in the tournament, I was like, oh shit, we're going to get another team. Like, um, I who do you think the Disciples are going to be facing? I think that's do where you want to take bets on this? I think... Uh, here's the thing. I think it's going to be some combination of, of Drago, Aerostar, PJ Black, or Jack Evans. Like, I think it's going to be one of those, like, unlikely trios that Dario puts together. Yeah, so that's, that's what I was thinking, too. So it's going to be either Drago Aerostar against with PJ or Jack, or Jack and PJ with either Drago or Aerostar. Or, or you could do, like, Drago Aerostar and Arhenis or the Mighty Bengala. That'd be great, too. Or yeah. Masquerita Sagrada. Like, oh, well, why not? I mean, who would <laughs> see Masquerita Sagrada back? Um, he's going right. to get fame. He's going to get fame, y'all. He's going to get fame. Uh, all right. Uh, Lucha's obviously number one for me, too. Uh, just solid up and down show this week, and that main event was fucking stellar. Um, all right. So, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, you can go find me on Twitter at eamon please. You can also check out uh, the company that I work for, which is Inspire Pro Wrestling, on Twitter at Inspire Pro Wrestling. All right, and you can find me at MadMike4AA3 on the Twitter machine. Also, if you like what we do on the Midweek War and you want to hear us talking more about the Midweek War stuff, well, guess what? There's a Twitter feed for you. If you go to Show on the Twitter and you follow the hashtag MM, I live tweet just about all the shows that we do for the Midweek War depending on how much sleep I decide I want to get. But definitely I always do Impact and I always do Lucha Underground. NXT and ROH, if I can get to them and tweet at the same time, I tweet those as well. So, uh, yeah, hit us up on there. If you ha- if if you don't like what we have to say or if you want to agree with what we have to say, at Reply Us. We respond. Trust me. We absolutely respond. All right. So, for Eamon Payton, I'm Ed Mike, and this has been your Mid-Week War.